0: To the glory zone with me, Doctor Edith Davis, on ninety four point one FM Wave ninety four. Spiritual believers and listeners, I just want to say um, that my prayers are with the body of Christ. My prayers are with the situation over in Israel and and um, and with the Palestinian people, and that. Um, I just want the God solution. That's kind of where I am right now. The God solution. I'm feeling, you know, that we get close to the rapture. (laughs) And, um, I, I am just in serious prayer for all of us. And one of the things that I wanted to, talk about in this particular broadcast is the tongue, the power of the tongue, the power of the words, life and death is in the power of the what? Tongue. And um, you can build uh, a firm foundation in your life with the word by letting your tongue speak God's word, which is truth, over your life, over your situation, or you can speak the words of this world and tear everything apart, destroy everything around you with your what? Tongue. So, this has been um, an interesting part of my journey and the world's journey and I'm just in serious prayer for all of us and one thing that um I want people to be aware of is that God's word is real and God's word is truth and God's word says life and death are in the power of the what tongue and Jesus my lord and savior he was he said when he was on earth who was basically the word the communication, the communicator of the Trinity? He said, "I only say what my father says, and I only do what I see my father do so it's um it's really um a powerful thing to understand the power of the time. The other um thing that's been on my heart is. God has given us the power to create wealth. God has given us the power to create wealth, and I uh, I heard um on um Marilyn Hickey's um show um she was on um, um young um, a lady was being interviewed Pat Patricia King by um Sarah um Sarah Bowling which is a uh, Marilyn Hickey's daughter and. It was one of the best explanations of what is riches and what is wealth, and um, she basically explained the four um, phases of of the four domains of of the blessing. The barak, the blessing of the Lord maketh us rich, enriches us, waxes us rich, waxes us wealthy, and Daddy God, you evay as no toil, no sorrow, no pain, no sweat, no tears to the barak. And so she was basically saying that you start with the seed, You, you sow your seed in obedience to where God tells you to sow your seed, and then she said then then the next thing that happens is you you're um flowing in um more than enough right you start off with not enough then then you have barely enough and then you get more than enough and then you eventually get into the realm of riches which is a, susp- a sustainable period of time <clears throat> where well, you have more than enough but what does that, how do you differentiate, differentiate riches from wealth? And she was basically saying that you, when your riches um, influence, you're used to influence and help others, then we're getting into the domain of wealth. And so that was a very <clears throat> powerful teaching that I want to meditate on and think more on because I was so much. I would like to do for the kingdom of God financially, and um, so it's been a, it's been a wonderful adventure for us to, you know, kind of walk in the stewardship of everything in our lives, including our tongues and the, the stewardship of our words, and um, that's kind of where I want to go today in our broadcast. Um, I've been reading um, God's Creative Power for Healing by Charles Caps, and I've been focusing on the section um, where we talk about um, the God's, let's see, where is it, um, God's medicine, which is his word, and I think it's just a, such a powerful section. And I read it out loud over my body. And I've already seen miraculous things happening. And, um, I'm just so happy that the Holy Spirit quickened my spirit to, to get that and to order that. And I've been um, trying to get it to various people that I care about that are, um, obviously having some difficulty, you know, But, um, if you can order it, it's, um, Charles Capp's, um, God's Creative Power for Healing, the concept of faith broadcast. And this God's Medicine has um, various scriptures. And, um, yeah, and there's other great scriptures out there too, you know, but, um, and then there is, um, Another had like gross tumors and arthritis and the heart and the blood that's really good. And arteries and cells, joints and bones, immune system, healthy bones and marrow, enforcing life. And so it's like, I am so excited because God's word is truth and God's word is life. Life giving what power, and then chapter five goes into the whole understanding of this these principles and how speaking God's word out loud from an authorized vessel, which is us, the church. When we speak with faith, we mix it with faith. We, as um, Pastor Bill Winston says, we move from the fourth. We move things from the fourth dimension into the third dimension, move things from heavenly to what? The physical domain. And um that's what Miss Patricia King was talking about. You know, manifestation of all, all, all heavenly blessings, all blessings, heavenly blessings are given to us. And so we just have to learn how to shift, how to connect, how to. Receive what Daddy God has already done, Lord Christ Yahshua and Mashiach already paid His blood for, it, and Lord God Holy Spirit has empowered us to receive it and authorized us to receive it. So it was, um, it's uh, it's been interesting, to say the least. But I do want to. Let people understand right now, especially Christians, be very careful about your what? Words and make sure that you speak God's word and, and, and speak the word in love and in, and with faith and, you know, the heart. I've been praying for the heart of God to, to love people, to see people like God sees people, you know. God loves mankind so much that He gave His only begotten Son, Christ Jesus, to die for us. And so, we just need to be careful with our tongues right now. I know a lot of people are saying a lot of things out there, and um, and and also be careful of who is um, who you're listening to. Because also there's a lot of people that are trying to stir up a lot of emotional angst among people and fear and hatred and division, and you don't want to be listening to that. You want to be listening to someone who's trying to unify people and to where people love one another and things like that. When well, we were just talking to my godfather about his upcoming class and... um one of the most powerful and passionate statements that just just knocks me off my feet still to this day is when Jesus was on the cross being crucified, and he talked to the Father and he said, "Father, forgive them for they know not what they do." Wow, I mean, <sighs> wow, that's all I can say that's the most one of the most powerful spiritual moves, period, um, in the universe. And that's when Jesus said that, you know. He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So even you have to be extremely careful um, when you're emotional, when your emotions are being tapped and and people are trying to manipulate you and stir you up, you got to be careful about what you say, what you speak. So, yes, life and death is in the power of the what? Tongue. And I, I'm a living <laughs> witness testimony to that where I've said some really great things and been extremely blessed, and I've said some really foolish stuff and didn't even understand the consequences, the repercussions of it that, you know, vibrated throughout my life and, you know, caused a lot of issues and harm for me. So, I, now I kind of understand why God had placed me where he did at the university because he had a lot of work to do with me as far as my tongue is concerned. And uh, so... Um, and, and also, you know, how to diplomatically deal with people and walk in wisdom and walk in love. And I've still got a long way to go, but it's been very clear to me that life and death is in the power of the what tongue. So I want you guys to. Be careful about what you say and how you say it. Be careful about who has access to your ear gate. Who, who are you listening to? Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff on, um, I guess you call YouTube, you know? And one of the interesting things about some things is you got to vet. What do you mean by vet, Dr. Davis? Well, that you, you got to check the source. Where is this coming from? Who is this individual? You know, you got these individuals speaking all sorts of things and on the social media platform and and people are accepting this information and and getting themselves all riled up and and you don't even know who this individual is. You don't know what that motivation is. You don't know if it's truth and if it is and if it's truth say it in love and So you need to vet, you need to examine and be very careful about what you listen to, right? So I just want to bring to everybody's attention about the tongue and how we need to be careful about what we say and and also how we say it. That was an area that God was working real, still working real hard with me on It's not only what you say It's how you say it, right? How you speak to people And, um, and even God talks about a soft response Can do a lot of, you know, bless in a lot of ways when Somebody speaks harshly to you don't, You don't mean to have to turn around and speak harshly to them you know, and so that's also been on my heart as uh to date, and you know, that understanding that, you know, Jesus is Yahshua Mashiach Christ. Jesus, um, his name is Yahshua Mashiach Christ. He's on earth, but in heaven, Jesus is called the Word, the Word of God. Jesus is the communicator of the Trinity, of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He communicates. He says, if you see me, you've seen what? The Father. So he communicates who the Father is, and, um, through the power of the Lord God, Holy Spirit. So it's, um, been really interesting that the whole universe, everything that we know of is created through Word. The word of what? God. Not not just anybody's word, but the word of what? God. The word of God is life, is power, and is truth. It's the energy of God. It's in the word. It energizes you. It transforms you. It makes you alive. It makes you brand new in and through Christ Jesus, the word. The word of God, the word became flesh and lived among us. And I just, you know, you look at Genesis, the opening of Genesis, and you look at John, you know, in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with, the word was with God and the word was God and the word became flesh and lived among us. That's just, um, just so, so powerful. If you do a real deep study of God said light being the formation of the universe as we know it today, um, what was spoken was Yahweh, Yahweh, um, Yahshua, uh, his son. The word was spoken, and so, and everything was created by the word and through the word, and nothing that nothing is on this planet or on this in this universe does not held by the integrity of God's what? Word. God's Word. And as I reflect and think about what God has been pouring into me as of date, I was, you know, I love physics, and um, one of the experiments, um, one of the science experiments is the experiment of the photon, um, which is a light particle of energy. And um, one of the experiments actually shows dual locations of a photon. It's in two places at the same what time. And that was one of the things that Patricia brought to my attention It made me think of that physics experiment was that we sit, even though we're here on earth in the physical domain, our spirit, our spirit is encased in our body. And we have a soul, which is the activity of our mind, our will and our emotion. Our spirit is here, but also we sit in Christ Jesus in heavenly places. So we have a dual um position if we are born again, right? If we're born again, we are what? We are we are sitting here in the physical realm, but we also are sitting in Christ Jesus in the at the right hand of the Father with Christ Jesus, because we're in Christ Jesus in the spiritual realm. And why is this so significant? Why is this so important that we understand our dual um, location is that we're trying to bring heaven to earth, right? That's one of our assignments, um, is to bring what is in heaven onto earth. We know that there's no sickness, there's no disease, there's no lack, there's no poverty, there's no hatred, there's nothing evil at all in what? Heaven. And the father, Daddy Vae, wants to bring his kingdom into this planet, planet Earth. So uh, I love to bring healing and health, riches and wealth to planet what? Earth. So that was a, that's another um, revelation word that, that is percolating inside of me right now. And I just want everybody to um, percolate with me and be careful about your tongue, especially if you're a child of the King, child of God. We, we have anointing, we have a, a calling, and we have authority. We, we're, we have authority to speak the Word of God in our situation and other people's situation. And also um, understand that it's, this is not a, what, a prosperity gospel. This is the only one gospel. The gospel of the world that he gave his only begotten son, Christ Jesus, so that no man what should perish, right? But have everlasting life. So this is um, very important. And we need to understand that um, kingdom, kingdom connection, the kingdom of God is, um, you know, salvation is free, but it is extremely costly, not for you and not for me, but it costs His only begotten Son. It costs the Father, His most precious, beloved Son that He planted on this earth so that He would reap the harvest of us many sons and daughters, and it costs Jesus his blood, right? It costs Jesus his body. But it's free to us if we will receive it and accept it and walk in it and abide in it and believe in it. And belief is not just, um I like what Charles Stanley, um, recently I heard of one of his old, earlier messages where he talked about what exactly does what is the foundation of when you say you believe in something? And Charles Stanley said, number one, you gotta have knowledge. Gotta have knowledge of what you're believing in. You gotta understand what you're believing in. Number two, you gotta have conviction. And that's where you, you got the Holy Spirit convicting you. And then number three, he said, you gotta trust. And if those three things are not involved in your belief and you're believing then you're you know it's um it's just an intellectual exercise and so you got to be at the point where you're like meshach, shadrach and abednego hmm king nebuchadnezzar our lord our god can deliver us and will deliver us from your hands But even if he chooses not to, we still will not bow to your statue. Right? So that you know, you want to be like belief, like Job, you know, even though he had some some friends that were not too good in the end. But he told him he said, Though he slay me, I trust him. That's that's the conviction. That's the belief system that Job had, and we've seen where people, you know, did not have that belief system, right, and the consequences of that. It's very important, like Charles Stanley said, um, that we understand, have the knowledge of what we're believing in, have the conviction and have the trust. Basically, we need the power. We need the Lord God, Holy Spirit to help us. Um, I like the other one where the the father just, you know, at, his, at the end of his rope, you know, trying to save his son from a demon that definitely wants to kill his child. and And so... He goes to the disciples and asks them to cast this demon out to heal his son. And because of the the way Satan fought, he you know he um, basically had the young man fall out into one of his seizures. And like the father said, he's that entity has thrown his son into the water and thrown his son into the fire. Trying to what? Destroy his son. And and even though the disciples had been trained uh, and had cast out demons and had healed the sick and had done many miracles in the name of Yahshua, Mashiach, Christ Jesus, they were unable to do this. And so when Jesus came down from the mountain of transfiguration with Peter, James, and John, um, the father walked up to him and said, can you please, please help my son? And, and first thing that, um, Jesus did was he said, if you believe, right? He didn't, he didn't take on all the responsibility himself. But what was a powerful thing the father said? I believe, but help my what? Unbelief. So, so you can have faith and you can have unbelief at the same time. Which is a very interesting quagmire, right? And that comes from incorrect teachings, incorrect doctrines, things that have been embedded in you over time. And it bumps up against you. It, you know, Creflo Dollar uh, did a very excellent teaching on this, the same subject. and he And he talked about how you can have different. L- Types of disbelief or doubt, right? You can have ignorance, you just don't know any better, right? So you just need to be educated, pretty much a blank slate. You need to be educated to understand the truth. Uh, Or you, then the next level is, well, you have incorrect doctrine, incorrect teaching. So that has to be... um, uh, wiped out um uprooted then you can give them the truth and then um i think the other one was where i think the last one i think he was talking about um natural unbeliever and what natural unbeliever was what happened with the the boy and the son i mean the son and the father and that was when when the disciples saw the young man going through the seizure and foaming at the mouth and jerking around and then almost going into a dead thought. It 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 messed with their minds and that unbelief came on the scene. Well, Abraham and others, one of the things is Jesus says you just need a, just a, a mustard seed of faith and you can, speak to the mountain or whatever the problem is and have it plucked up at its roots and cast into the sea. Right. But if you also have a mixture of what unbelief with that, it's like two different forces pulling against each other. And so the father said, help me in my what unbelief. So he said the right thing and um, Jesus came alongside him and helped him and He was able to heal his son with the assistance of the father, acknowledging that he had, you know, been dealing with this issue with his son for so many years. The same kind of thing with Jesus talking to the man who was by the pool of Bethesda. I think it was um, 38 years um, trying to get in at a certain time when, I guess, it's the angels stirring up the waters. They say. And Jesus finally said, do you want to be healed? When you're in a position in life where you've been there for a long time, it's it's you've made adaptations, you've surrounded yourself with things to help you um, do this. And it's you know it's 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 interesting it's tough so um I just wanted us all to reflect on that and ref- reflect on the Barak the blessing of the Lord and reflect on um, our tongue those are uh, two major things that are I'm meditating on right now I'm And I'm thinking about, and um, they're both very, very critical to, I think, the destiny, the assignment that God has given us or given me on this earth. And I'm so grateful for the teachers and the pastors and the evangelists and the uh, prophets and the apostles, the gift that God has what? given us and so I want to close this broadcast with Romans um, 10 9 that is if you confess with your mouth Lord Jesus and believe in your heart believe in your heart remember what Charles Stanley said believe you gotta know you gotta be convicted and you gotta trust believe in your heart that God vahe has raised Christ Jesus Yahshua Mashiach from the dead you will be you are saved so I want to once again thank you all for joining me on Enter the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM Wave 94 with Dr. Edith Davis presence